Bienvenidos, welcome to Chisme That Matters, a Latina podcast created to redefine chisme by having conversations about topics that matter. We'll be talking about personal finance, mental health, entrepreneurship, and so much more. This is your host, Kim Flo, and with our guest, we will be sharing our historias, expertise, journeys, and even our struggles so we can inspire and move our community. Here, every chisme, I mean, historia matters, and I can't wait for you to listen to them. And if you want some good and real chisme, this is the place to be at. I mean, come on, let's be real. Who doesn't like some chisme? Hola, hello, mi gente. Welcome to Chisme That Matters. And this is your host, Kim Flo. I am a little excited, nervous, because this is the first episode since, I don't know, maybe four months. And there's always a good reason why I disappear or why we take breaks, right? And I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about it on this episode. And I also wanted to retake on on this space. For me, Jason That Matters means a lot. It's the an outlet, but it's also a space that I have created or we have created as a community to give others the chance to share their historias. Historias, stories are very, very important for me. I feel like it's a form of therapy as well. So if we can create spaces for people to feel safe sharing it, why not? So that's one of the reasons I think She's Made the Matter was created. And I love to share this with you. So with that being said, I'm going to get into this episode. It's not going to be that long. And I just wanted to update you a little bit of what's been going on, what is to come up, and all the good stuff. So first of all, this episode is going to be about rebirths. It's going to be about death. It's going to be about really getting in tune with oneself and also the beauty of taking breaks we know that breaks are very necessary but sometimes we don't know how to do that so on this conversation i'm going to share my personal experience and maybe that may help you may inspire you to do certain things certain changes of your life and we'll see so like i said um I've been taking a break and <laughs> I took a break of like four months. I didn't really want to, but I feel like I was forced to do it. My body forced me to do so. And a lot of other things happened in between. So let's let's go back, right? Remember one of my episodes, I share my experience with COVID. My first time was last year. And actually when I'm recording this episode, it's been a year. And what happened in the summer is that I got stuck in San Lucia and I was all by myself. Don't think that I was like living the island life. I couldn't go out or anything because I had COVID. So that experience kind of let me or triggered a, a trauma. And I started developing a little bit of PTSD and also a little bit of health anxiety. I decided to seek help because I used to be one of those people who <clears throat> always wanted to fix things, right? Like right away. I used to read all the self-help books, listen to motivational podcasts. I, I read it all, right? But when it came to the situation, I couldn't apply none of those things. I was trying to, but for some reason, I wasn't able to feel better or 
get better. And that frustrated me because I thought that I had all the tools to overcome this. So at the end, I decided to, not at the end, but I decided to seek therapy. And my therapist is a holistic therapist and she has helped me tremendously. I uh, was doing great for a lot of months. Then I, again, I started um, developing health anxiety towards this, the end of December because I had COVID again. I thought that I was going to be okay, but for some reason, I guess it triggered it and I started feeling again you know, um, having all these intrusive thoughts that, oh my God, I'm going to die or this and that. And for those who are not familiar with what health anxiety is, a lot of people compare it to hypochondriac, right? But it's not. It's a little bit because it comes more with like your mind, right? It's like it really takes over your life. Basically, Every we're very aware of our body, of our sensations, but any little thing, for example, if my left uh, arm will hurt, hurt, I wouldn't think, oh, it could be my muscle. I would immediately think it's my heart and I'm like, I have a heart attack. Or immediately I will think like, oh my God, what if like I'm exercising, exercising so hard, I'm like, I, I could have like a stroke or something. It goes, it goes beyond your thoughts. It's like, it's, I don't want to say it's crazy, but it is. <laughs> So at some point I was taking really over my life. I couldn't do a lot of things. So in December, I decided not to let it take over me. So I did something that I thought that it will help me a little bit and push me through all those fears. And one of the things was that I decided to travel by myself for New Year's to Puerto Rico. You know, I love Puerto Rico. And it was amazing. But the feelings prior to that were not and what I mean by that is that I was feeling a lot of uh guilt guilt because I never really spent New Year's like nowhere else but here in New Jersey and with my family like I will spend a midnight with my family then I will go and party with my friends that's always been me so this is my first year going away from my my family and I feel guilty I feel guilty of leaving my mom my dog my you know everybody else was going to get together and I was not gonna be there and those are things also that I needed to work on because well I've been working on the guilt guilt of like wanting to do things for myself without feeling the pressure that I have to think about other people, especially my my family. Throughout all my 20s, that's all I've been thinking about. Like, oh, if I do this, they're going to feel this way. If I do that, they're going to think this, right? And I've been working a lot through that, through the guilt. And this trip really, like, pushed me to, like, not feel that. But I was, I was feeling it. I'm not going to lie that I was feeling it. And... And it was a lot. Then the second feeling was the fear of going away somewhere by myself because I have not done that since I was in St. Lucia. I have traveled, but I have traveled for work. So I'm with my coworkers or I've traveled for like pleasure, but I've been with friends. So now the fact that I am going to travel alone, sleep alone, it was, it was, it was tremendous. It was just like, oh my gosh, like I was having all this stuff. Of course, because of the fear, I started like also having anxiety and conveniently, right? My, I started having like a headache on one side. So I was like, why is this headache doesn't go away? It doesn't go away. It was like a couple of weeks and I was trying not to go into the whole hole, right? That 
I, oh my God, something's happening, right? So I started use, utilizing all the tools that I have learned in therapy to not let it control me and just think it's just a headache or it's just this, this and that. So I did not go to a doctor to get a check. Instead, I've just decided to live life and get massages, get babies and that. And because I had the headache, but I still had those thoughts of like, maybe something else. So getting into that plane to Puerto Rico, it was just like a whole pot of like emotions, guilt, fear, anxiety, all of that. But at the same time, I was excited. Like one little part of me was excited and, and feel like, I feel like free in a way. Uh, but obviously like the older feelings were kind of over shattering my excitement. But I decided to go anyway because I wanted this this new season or this new chapter be the chapter where I expose myself to do things that I was scared of, right? Because if I don't expose myself, I'm gonna get stuck in the same place that I was at before and I didn't want that so I went with fear it was amazing I met people I I thankfully I have met people through like online so one of the girls welcomed me in her house the first night because I didn't have a place to stay but then I had an Airbnb that days after and I was I was having a great time and I was I was um struggling a little bit to stay present but I was really, really trying to do so because I was like, this trip, it's going to be pivotal for, for me. And I don't want it to be ruined by my intrusive thoughts, by me thinking that, oh, I could die here or this is going to happen. Like, we will go to a beach or something. I'm like, oh my God, there's nothing around here. There's no hospitals and every and all of that. Because for me, I feel safe if I know where things are at. Well, in the past, right now, it's a little bit different. We will get into that. And so if we, I was like doing a campo, if I was like, right, like away from like, like the city, I'm like, what if something happens to me? Who's going to help me and this and that? So all this stuff was like, I am like, I am just like trying to have everything controlled, like controlling the situation in case something happened. And that's another thing that I've been working really, really hard. It's control. I'm not a controlling person like with other people, like in relationships. I'm more, I'm more of a controlling person of like my, my myself, like my, my outcomes, and that has come because I feel that ever since I was a, a a little girl, I always had to like show show up and show people like I guess my worth, like oh I'm a good student, I am I am good at this, I'm a good at this and this and that, so anything that I could do to control that, to like, let it stay as that, I will do it. And of course, I grew up, grew up with, with that mentality that you have, everything is under control, everything is under control, like you can make it happen. Like you, you, if you really want to, you will do it, right? You're a go-getter. So I feel that that has carried on until now in my 30s, but then I have realized that I don't have control of everything and I don't have to control everything. Some things we just have to let them be. And and especially with my health, I feel like that control part was very it, it was it was big because I feel like if I could 
find out if I have something. If I could know in advance, then I could fix it, you know? And that's my that was my whole obsession with like going to doctors, like getting tests done. This is that because I wanted to know, I wanted to control. And that control was really, really like taking over me. Like at some point last year I was going to a lot of doctors and I'm like, now I laugh at it, but it's not funny because I'm just like, oh my God, that was a lot of energy. That was a lot of time. That was a lot of money, right? And and now I'm just like, you know what? I can't just like jump into any, any into any little fear that I have and try to control it. I'm just going to let it be and let it flow and let it go. And I know it sounds all nice, but it's not an easy thing to do, but it is possible. So going back to the trip to uh, Puerto Rico, that's one of the things that I was I was trying to let go that control, and I did little by little. So the days pass, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is great! I feel so like so great, and I met someone there who well reconnected with someone there. It's so crazy because he lives in Costa Rica now, and 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 we just reconnect on one of the salsa socials and i actually have it in my podcast that it's going to be one of the episodes so um he he recommended a book that is called the untender soul and i highly recommend it as well i decided to purchase it right when i came back that book had like changed me like changed the way i think the way that i i manage my thoughts my mind the way I think of, of myself because there are times when we are having all these intrusive thoughts and it doesn't need to be with health. It could be any intrusive thought that you have that causes you anxiety or depression or any other like low vibration feeling is that we think we are that. So we let them take over us and control us and we go on life living like that, which sometimes sucks because it doesn't let us like be our true selves. So that book talks about how, uh, in plain English, because there's a lot of books like that, like The Power of Now, but Power of Now is great, but I feel like it just says a lot, but The Untender Soul is just so direct. It's like, I'm talking to you type of thing. And, and I think that's what a lot of people uh, need. So The Untender Soul basically talks about how we can take, you know, a thought and see it as like a, like the the little friend that that the mean friend that we don't want to really want to talk to or 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 someone like like a roommate right that we don't really like it, our roommate could be this way but doesn't mean that we are like that so taking those thoughts and separate them from our ourself right and and it's hard to do that because we think oh that's part of our mind you know where our mind is part of us but in reality our mind our brain is like constantly creating thoughts that don't serve us at all and it's not even us it's just like our brain so if we learn how to remove that and separate them put them right here it's like okay this is just a thought this is not reality so it goes in a lot of like it's, it's deeper right so i would recommend that if you're ex- struggling with intrusive thoughts and whatnot and it honestly is going to really really help you move forward and and and, and it will teach you tools that you can utilize for 
anything in life, I think. So I started reading the book when I came back from the trip. And interestingly enough that, well, yeah, I started reading it, but that week when after I came back, I was supposed to go to Vegas for work and I was still having those headaches. And of course my thoughts were like, I was scared. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm, I need to talk to my neurologist. I'm just like, why is this headache not going away? Like maybe it's something like bigger than what I thought, think. So I um, decided to take myself to the ER because I was like, I need to get a CAT scan done. And honestly, I took myself to the ER. I don't think I've ever done that ever. Maybe once when I broke up into like a reaction, but that was like years ago and that was like valid. Well, this was valid too, but... I took myself and I was there waiting, waiting like a couple hours. And honestly, I did not want to come back there. Uh, I didn't feel safe. I felt like I was surrounded by a lot of people going to like a lot of pain. People crying, people screaming. It was just a lot. And I was just there because I just wanted reassurance. And even that, when the doctor came, they gave me like some medication, which you know I hate. Uh, but they gave me some medication and then they were like, oh, we're going to prescribe you some medication for uh, migraine. And I'm just like, you don't even know if I have a migraine, right? And I was like, hey, can you do a CAT scan? He's like, well, I was not going to prescribe you that, but I guess I could do that. I'm like, please do, right? Peace of mind. So they did. Everything is it's fine. And I don't know. I feel like it was a lot. It was very heavy to be there. And, uh, I don't want to go back there. I didn't. I don't. I didn't feel the greatest. So I promised myself that I was going to do whatever it takes to make myself feel better in that natural way, and that's what I've been doing. So the next day, I went to my regular doctor. She said it was probably like a tension headache or something, and to take Advil for two days, which I never really do. So I was like, okay, but. It's like almost three weeks that come and go. It's, it's just a lot. But me, because I like more holistic approach, I decided to go to acupuncture. Guys, when I'm telling you that this acupuncture doctor changed my life, <laughs> it changed it. So he pretty much took me and he's like, okay, why are you here? He's super zen. I love him. He's Korean man. Or I don't know. I think it's Korean. But he goes and... And he's like, okay. He's like, yeah, I feel it, feel it, this and that. They're going to fix you. And then I was carrying, he said that I was, I'm carrying a lot of tension on my right side. And he started explaining to me about the muscles. So if I carry like here on my neck, it goes all the way up to like my head. And that's what causes the headaches. And he's like, we're going to give you a massage first, but it's going to be deep. Like it's not going to be a real massage. And then we're going to go, uh, put you through the needles. And I was like, okay do whatever it takes so he kept like digging dig, pop, 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 pop. so he's like oh my god you have a lot and i was like i didn't even realize like and i usually go to get massages you know so but i guess they're not deep so these are more targeted massages so he's like oh you're not screaming he's like well i'm like it is pain but i am just so i'm enjoying the pain because i know it's going to make me feel better but there was a point he pressed something right here by my neck He's like, this is where you're going to scream. Oh, my God. When I tell you that I scream, I was like, oh. He, I don't know how, what, but he released a lot of tension. Hey, he put me the needles. I was feeling better. I went again. 
a few days later and then I went to Vegas for work and on that trip I was feeling um, a little still a little nervous of getting to the the plane because it was a long flight and obviously I was still I feel like the fact that I had it for such a long time I was kind of like thinking that it will come back at any time so I was not really enjoying but throughout the flight because it's like a four hour and a half flight or five hours I read a lot of the chapters of the uh, tender uh, soul that I, I just recommended and I was blown away wow it really really helped me so that trip was a little better I was still feeling a little off and I did not mention this but right after COVID I started feeling like really really odd like I don't know if you guys ever experienced that but it's, it's kind of like you're walking and you feel like your body it's your body isn't it's not connected like it's just it looks everything looks weird I was having issues with driving at night too like my vision I couldn't see like for like really strong um light I went to the eye doctor and said I was fine so it was a lot of different things that I was I was feel, experiencing that it was not making me feel good so right after the trip I um decided and then something else happened that it kind of triggered me to take over my life. So I I got like into like a little, I don't want to say panic or anxiety mode attack, but I was going to visit someone and I couldn't, couldn't continue driving and I had to stop. And this is, this is a road, this is a, like a place that I go all the time and I couldn't and I was just like, but I wasn't shaking. I wasn't like. I don't know it was just a weird sensation but I think it was my body protecting me from going to that place and then uh I was crying the next day because I was like what is going on with me why am I feeling this way and like I I don't this is not who I am this is not who I used to be like I want to be like how Kim used to be and that moment was the moment where it made me it pushed me to think differently and do things differently why because i kept saying that i wanted to go back to my old self i wanted to be like the fearless kim i wanted to be the kim that could drive at night no matter where like go to place pick up and go to places and not overthinking that oh my god something's gonna happen and then i realized that i was really grieving my old self and that was like a moment because I uh, I never thought that I would get to that point where I needed to say bye and make peace with the fact that I am not that person anymore. Or at least parts of me are not there anymore. And it was a big shock for me. <laughs> emotionally mentally and for a lot of you may you may hear be like oh my god that's just like nothing but it take it took a lot because the kim from the from before she was a hustler she was always very confident like she would push other people to be confident uh fearless just go get her but at the same time kim from the past was not really doing a lot of things with intention and mindfulness. And although I have created a lot of things, I have done a lot of things 
that me meant a lot i feel that a lot of things also i was just going with life like tch, tch. i just go 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 and i think a lot of us have been going through life like that because no purposely we because just because we had to we had to survive and that's the way we survive by going going and i also realized something is that and i learned this from from my friend juan is that a lot of times we're running away from we have a, a running away motivator instead of like a forward to motivator what that what that means is that we think that we're going somewhere but in reality we are running away from someone somewhere so we just go somewhere else instead of like saying okay this is where i am gonna go intentionally and when i'm gonna move forward i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> so for example i was doing a lot of things that it looked like oh she's going places she's going this like i will perfect example i would get busy with work right and i was like oh she is she's she's really into work like she she's a go-getter but i was running away from somewhere else i was getting busy because i was i didn't want to like deal with emotions okay now i deal with my emotions now i don't go to places or go to people or do things so i could so I could feel better on myself and not deal with things and run away. Now I do things because they're in line and they're in tune with who I am and who I feel and in the moment. For example, that's one of the things that I've changed in my life. I decided that I was going to step back from a lot of things. That's why. I decided to take a break from the podcast because even though it's one of the amazing best things that I have like created at the same time I feel like I was also pouring a lot of like I was using it as like running away from 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 something right because doing like doing a podcast it takes a lot of time energy so not only to reach out to people to get interview or sending emails and all that, scheduling, recording, editing, producing it, and then posting it and then promoting it. So it's a lot of pieces. So obviously I was taking a lot of time to put into that instead of like dealing with all the things. And that's when a lot of times when people tell you, oh, just, you know, when you're going through a low vibration moment, it's like, oh, you know, get busy, do, you know, do things so you, you don't think about it, da, da, da. It may help somehow, but at the same time, it's kind of putting a band-aid on it and not really dealing with la herida, you know, with like what's happening there, like the, the, the hurt. So I wanted to take a step back from, from a lot of things. I stopped going dancing. You know, dance has always been like part of my life and I feel like I needed to do that too because I needed to heal from from all the things I wanted to, I, I just like really stopped hanging out with people, stopped like posting on social media a lot. I was just like this here. At the same time, I was going through a low energy uh, moment where I was really, really feeling that I was not creative. 
I was not, I, I was not feeling, feeling like with energy. And then eventually I realized that it was because I was sad. <laughs> and it's so interesting and it's so weird to say it because I have never said I am sad. Never. Like for people who know me, like I'm always, I've always been like the, the, the cheerleader. I've always been like, oh, you're going through a bad moment. Everything's going to be okay, you know? And I still think everything's going to be okay, but I have never said uh, anything out loud that I'm sad. And I'm kind of glad that I'm saying it right now. But I was sad. And I didn't know that I was sadness because I never really allowed myself to experience it, which is crazy. But a lot of us do that. A lot of us try to move away from that feeling because we don't want to feel it. And it's just total, totally valid. But at some point, you're going to have to face it. So I was sad because I realized a few things. One of them was be that, uh, well, at my job, you know, I've been wanting to leave my job. I did that 15 years and I was looking for jobs and I stopped looking for jobs. And I'm like, why I cannot look for jobs? Why I'm not applying? I realized that deep down, I thought that I was not good enough. When I realized that, I started getting sad because I never thought of myself that way. And for me, that was, like, a big thing. Like, I used to be the person who taught, to, who used to tell everyone, no, you're the greatest. I will see everyone, on everyone, like, the, the, like the, the greatness, right? And then now I'm here in this position and I cannot see my greatness. Wow, what a hypocrite, <laughs> you know? But, but then I'm like, that's okay to feel that way. That's okay to realize that you've been feeling that way. Now... How can we work so I don't feel feel this way anymore? Or how do I change that mentality? I was also, um, I thought that, so because of my breakup with, you know, my partner, you know, it was a situation where I was feeling that I was not good enough either, <laughs> which it sucked too, that, that I was not good enough for him, like to see me as, as a partner. And I have never really said that, I think, to like in this platform, but it's okay because I think a lot of us may feel this way. So when I realized those things and that that's why I probably I was sad, I was sad for a little bit, but then I was like, all right, how we can, how we can get out of this? And honestly, there's not a formula. It's just really a lot of patience and time and just a willingness to get better so those three things have played a tremendous role in on this journey for me and at this time where I feel thousand percent better than I was and those are the three things that I I think that I will share with you if you are going through a not similar situation or maybe like a low vibration moment it's going to be patience it's going to be time and willingness and then within that I think also compassion compassion with you know with yourself because a lot of times when we're going through this we want results now and then we get upset at ourselves because we're not getting the results that other people are getting so be very compassionate with you be very loving like if the way that I see is like if if someone else comes to me and tells me they're going through something similar 
someone someone that I love, someone that I, I like a, a best friend or just, you know, anyone that I love comes to me, how would I, what would I tell them to do? And I think that's another thing that helped me because I've been wanting to like help people and coach people, right? And that was like last year, but then I said, I, I don't want to be a coach. So, but I feel like God put this situation in my life to maybe test me. And one question that I was asking myself, like, okay, this is great, kid, because if you are going through this, like, if so, sorry, if someone else is going through this, why will you tell them? How will you guide them to get out of this? And that question helped me to guide myself in a way with compassion, with love, with patience, with kindness, right? And that's what led me to make the changes. So one of the things that I want to share, I wrote it down. Sorry, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> so one of the things that I want you to like get out of this episode uh, is this. So one thing is that you are not alone. It feels lonely. Trust me. I have a very good support system. I have my family. I have a, a really good core group of friends that um, they're there for me. They're really supportive. You know, I have uh, the resources, you know, I have like, I have had a good, but even when you have it all, when it seems like you have it all, it feels very lonely. Okay. Because no one is going through what you're going through, but they may be going through something similar because we all experience sadness. We all experience happiness. We all experience this, but we experience it in a very particular uh, way okay like your sadness is your sadness your happiness is your happiness and if you go and, and try to compare yourself to other people's journey that's not going to help you out you have to really focus on you you may get inspiration from other people that have gone through a similar journey that's great but just because it worked for them doesn't mean it's going to work out for you trust me i was trying to do everything to make myself feel better like okay supplements this and this and that and there's a lot of things that don't work like i for example i bought this supplement online because i saw people were using it it didn't work for me it was making me bloated i was not bloated before getting the supplement so i'm just like i can't go into that i have to experiment yes because that's what it's life about but i can't expect that i'm going to get the same results of other people okay the second thing is that it's okay to say bye to your old self. I've seen a, a trend on, on TikTok. I think it's an old trend or something um, where people put, oh, I'm going to get back to her, right? Because that past self is all smiley. It's all, you know, it's out, all out and about. You know, they feel good and then now they're sad. But the way that I see it now is that I feel that instead of wanting to be like that old self take this moment to maybe focus and put your energy into reinventing or rediscovering a new self okay sometimes we take our old self as a base and then we want to reinvent which is great and sometimes it works i took my old self and i say you did a, an amazing job you did great, but right now we're not in line anymore, and I'm just gonna let you stay where you need to stay. And now it's time for me 
to rediscover myself. And I'm at the moment where I am just very, very excited to to do that. It was scary in the beginning because obviously, you know, I'm 35 and I'm like, I'm not a teenager. I'm not in my 20s where I'm like, yeah, let's see what life is, you know. But at the same time, like, age is just a, it's just number. It's just that the, it's like, for me, it's like just an illusion now, right? There's a lot of things that I may not be able to do, but, but just try. Just, just, just try to do things. And that's what I decided to do a lot of things that I've been wanting to do for a long time and that have helped me to get to the place where I'm right now, like with the energy that I feel right now. So for example, I decided to take classes. I decided to get aerial yoga. I always wanted to do aerial yoga, pole dance, bomba classes, you know, those things that I, I, because I feel like I need to move my body, not because I'm trying to run away from things, but just because that's just how I've always been. Uh, my body needs movement to so I could feel online with myself. Obviously, I started also reading a lot, reading a lot of books. I started consuming less social media. Uh, and, and that came with that, the fact that I couldn't like create. But that break helped me to kind of get inspired for new things. And I think like also taking that break uh, that I was talking about earlier is very, very important. For me, it was a little conflicted because I feel like I was taking a break. I was just so chill. I was like doing like nothing, which is crazy because I've always been doing something. But it kind of gave me the space to create like a little routine that serves me and also helped me to like set that boundary. And in terms of like, okay, you know what? This is something that I really need to do. For example, I do now yoga every morning, like 35, 40 minutes, whatever. I do that. That's my non-negotiable. And I push myself every morning before work to do it because it just helps me uh, with balancing my, my, my energy. And that's something that I, I that is a non-negotiable for me. Okay. So it helped me to keep like recreate like a little routine that has helped me really to like feel more in tune more in balance with with myself and i've just been trying things but at the same time it's funny because when i was getting out of the like the break i was like all right i think i'm ready to like you know experience life i was feeling guilty because i was like oh maybe i should just be chilling but then i'm like no it's okay and my therapist said you know Sometimes when we feel that guilt is because, or the fear is because they're trying to protect us from something. And I think the fear and the guilt was trying to protect me from going back to my old patterns. Then I have to, I have to let them, let my brain know that it's okay, that I'm going to be okay, that I am not going to go to those old patterns. And that's what I did. I was like, no, I know that I have done things in the past, but I am serious now. <laughs> and even if like I miss one day or two, no pasa nada. Nothing happens. So I am trying not to be so hard on myself because listen, life is just to like really enjoy it and just let it flow and just enjoy it. If I am here spending energy or wasting energy on on I'm feeling guilty that I didn't do this and didn't do that enough. It's going to occupy too much for me and I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. So that's how I'm seeing life right now. Just like a state of like, state of flow. So with that being said, the other thing that I wanted to, to, to share is that in order for to make, you know, like a really like a, I guess I've rediscovered yourself, make small changes. 
don't try to make like a huge change and it's going to be like a little traumatic for, for you, for your body and your soul. Make little changes. Those little changes are going to make you feel good about yourself. So we all have to do this, right? Be realistic about what you really can do and, and what you want to do. Yes, you want to try to push yourself, but at the same time, don't push yourself too much. <laughs> so make little small changes. For me, my small changes was like, you know what? I'm going to take yoga in the morning. Did it for a little bit. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start taking an aerial yoga class now. You know what? Now I'm going to do this. So a really good book that is going to help you with this is um, Atomic Habits. Read it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to help you to kind of like, kind of restructure that and, and, and make the small changes. So yes, yeah, small changes are very powerful. The other thing is educate yourself. Educate yourself about any, any topic that you are interested on or that you want to deal with. For me, I educated myself a lot on, on, on anxiety, like the, like the, the reactions that your body creates when you're having anxiety and all that. So in that way, I could, since I'm, I know about it, like I know how to manage it. Because if you don't know about it, then you can't do nothing about it. So educate yourself. Sometimes we want to run away from that because we don't want to know. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to accept that we have this. But the, 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 the faster you accept it, the faster that you learn about it, the faster you're going to learn how to manage it. That's just has worked for me. The other thing is like, please, please prioritize, you know, self-care. And self-care is not this like trendy thing like, oh, I'm going to go take baths and, you know, massage and all that. Yes, it's they're all part of that. But self-care in general, is just it's just about you, taking care of you, whatever that means. Take a time, like an hour or so to put aside for you. And I know sometimes it's hard because kids, family, boyfriends, whatever. But remember, if you're not okay, then you cannot give, you know, you cannot give love, share love with anyone else. So self-care and self-love is really, really important. That helped me tremendously because I used to like just go with life and whatever it was. Now, I'm like, I love spending time with myself. I And I... I've always been telling myself before, but I feel like I wasn't using, utilizing the time to do that. So it's like, okay, I'm, when I'm doing my yoga, I'm taking care of my body. When I'm eating, I'm taking care of my body. When I'm like, um, when I'm working out, I'm taking care of my body. When I'm reading, I'm taking care of my mind. When I'm, I am uh, talking to people, like uh, having friends, I'm taking care of that too. So really create uh, some sort of like a plan what what self-care means to you what what does that even mean it could be just being silent by yourself you know meditating and that's great that's taking care of you because you're taking a time aside and just do you uh another thing that i wanted to add into the two things that helped me tremendously was like breath work and my eating habits breath work life-changing it's just simple but it's something so helpful there's a lot of information 
I wish I could make, I could probably gonna do like an episode with someone about breathwork and I did do one a few months ago so check that out because breathwork is very important and eating habits <laughs> listen I stopped eating a lot of things like pasta bread um a lot of things that are pre like pre-made pre-packaged a lot of cold cuts yo no como esto I don't eat anymore <laughs> and a lot of I started eating a lot of vegetables you know protein and and, and nuts and you know just like healthier foods and I started cooking too so that has helped me a lot as well so it's all about like the little changes and try to like just seek and and do inventory about what's happening in your life maybe we can do an episode where it's about like inventory of life because I think that's very important and um, to kind of balance yourself and, and make the changes that, that you would want to the last thing that I want to share is that do not forget to have patience with yourself i know i mentioned it first but patience 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 the journey it's a journey it's just it just goes there's not an ending there's not like oh if i start therapy i'm gonna feel this way this is gonna be the result or if i do this i'm gonna feel this yes a lot of things are gonna give you results but there's a lot of others that you're not gonna see them right away and you have to be patient this healing journey it's, it's an ongoing journey because it's always going to be something that we're going to have to heal from, right? Just because I'm, I'm aware that just because right now I feel great, maybe tomorrow I may feel like differently. But the important part is that now with the knowledge that you have with therapy or with any other thing that you, you choose to, uh, to do, you're going to have the right tools to handle whatever comes to you. And um, I feel like that's been happening to me. So have a lot of patience, uh, healing, confidence, all of those things are not linear. They're going to go in waves. And that's the one thing that I had to learn <laughs> because I was like, oh, I'm feeling here great. I'm feeling confident. But then I never thought that I would feel like down here. But accepting that I may have those, those waves is going to be okay. And now I see Little moments are not in a different perspective as opposed to be like, oh no, I cannot feel this and trying to fight it and trying to run away from it. Now I am just going towards something and and that's just like being present and being joyful. So yes, that is the episode. I think I went over what I ex- wanted to, but I think, uh, and I hope that this serves someone. I hope you took away from something. Uh, no, from something I took. I hope you took away something from this this chat. I would love to make more episodes uh, and talk about this because it's really really important for me. And uh, if you would like to follow me, I have a lot of like little little mini conversations, little chats, and uh, on Instagram. And um, yeah, I'll see you there. With that being said, welcome to the new I guess season of Chisme That Matters. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you come back. We're going to have great episodes with like amazing people. And thank you for being patient and for like following and for continuously supporting the podcast. And uh, talking about support, if you want to share with anyone in your in your circle, your family, your friends, I would love that. And if you have time and the energy and the space for that, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe my review. It will be greatly appreciated. With that being said, I wish you an amazing rest of the week. 
surround yourself with authentic vibes and just um, take care of yourself for real i will talk to you next time